Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Straight Up Texas podcast presented by Whataburger. I'm the Rangers digital and in-game host, Hannah Wing, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Jared Sandler. Jared, how's it going? Hey Hannah, what's going on? Good, excited for this episode with Cody Jones, but before we talk with him, I want to let the fans know that during this anniversary year, we'll be chatting with the Rangers' favorite people from the past 50 seasons, ranging from former players and broadcasters to celebrity fans and so much more. Like I just mentioned, today we'll be chatting with lifelong Rangers fan who is also known as the tall guy from Dude Perfect, Mr. Cody Jones. Before we chat with him in a bit, Jared, you just got back from Detroit. How was it? Well, wish uh, wish we could have taken three or four, but uh, Comerica Park is the only ballpark that I know of that in the media dining area has a freezer full of frozen grapes, and they're all in these little cups. They're already taken off the stem, which is great because sometimes when they're frozen uh, with the stems and whatnot, I don't even know if they're, are they called stems. I think they're stems, whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Sometimes the, the very end of the stems will stay with the grape when you rip it off to eat it. So they did all the work for us. Uh, and I got to say, this time around, the red grapes, so they mix them. They're red and green. In oh, the wow. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, which I, I love all types of grapes. But uh, the, the, the green grapes were a little more sour uh, than they typically are. So it was really, uh, you know, more about the red grapes this trip. But... Uh, Frozen grapes are frozen grapes. One of my favorite foods. (laughs) Well, in addition to the red grapes in Detroit, Ezekiel Duran was also a big standout on that road trip as well. I mean, he's just too good to be sent back down to the minors again. And even Martin Perez saw potential in him as early as spring training and said, just be humble and keep doing what you're doing. It's crazy to think that, okay, today's June 21st. We're having this conversation. He made his debut on June 4th, and he has made such a splash since then. Yeah, and you know when the Rangers acquired him last year, the trade deadline, they got him in a deal with Glenn Otto and with Josh Smith, and then another uh, infielder, Trevor Hover, who's who's still in the minor leagues. But uh, it was really interesting to hear people who have followed uh, the minor leagues comment on the four guys the Rangers got, and some said that Ezekiel Duran was the best guy, and they pounded their fists on the table over that. Other people said that Josh Smith was the best, and then. You know, there was a group that said that Glenn Otto was the best. And, you know, there, there was a lot of excitement with Trevor Hover. He was a little uh, further away, you know, just in terms of his development. But uh, what's really neat is that we've seen, you know, a lot of success already from Glenn Otto and Josh Smith. And now, finally, uh, we're getting a chance to see Ezekiel Duran. And one of the things that stood out to me, well, two things, really. One, you can always tell, and there's nothing wrong with this, when a guy makes his major league debut, there 
maybe a little more timid in the clubhouse and, you know, they're quiet. They're, they're trying to let the game come to them. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you, when you just watch Ezekiel Duran interact with his teammates and with the staff and just kind of the way he carries himself, it's like he he's belongs and there's a level of confidence, not cockiness, not arrogance, but confidence. And I think that shows because he's had some really big hits already uh, in Detroit on Thursday, the first game of the series, uh, Two outs, hit a bases-clearing triple to give the Rangers a 3-1 to lead against Gregory Soto, who's been one of the best relievers in baseball. Uh, prior to, to that big hit, he had a big three-run home run against the White Sox uh, in the game that those two teams played uh, on Sunday to wrap up their series. Uh, it, was, uh, it gave the Rangers a 6-3 lead. They ended up winning 8-6. That home run itself didn't, I guess, end up as the game-winning hit, but in the moment, it was a huge hit, and then... Uh, a game against Seattle in Arlington. He had a big home run. I think it was in the seventh inning uh, to give the Rangers a lead. And so, you know, not only is he producing, but it's not like he's just piling on hits when the team's up seven in meaningless moments. He's coming up in big situations, and it's been really fun to watch. He is a blast to watch. He's done so much in such a short amount of time, and it's crazy to think that he just skips AAA altogether. He didn't even visit Round Rock. He doesn't even know where Round Rock is, I'm assuming. He's just been straight from Frisco up to Arlington, and he has made such a big difference and is already in Rangers history books. Yeah, and that's not very common uh, for a guy to, to skip AAA and, and have immediate success. Um you know, we've seen already this year with some of the top prospects in Major League Baseball, they come up uh, and they've done everything that they could possibly do, it seems like, in the in the minors. It's not like they were rushed. Uh, they, you know, dominated double-A, dominated triple-A, and they come up to the big leagues and they struggled. And it's just, it's, it's not easy. And I'm sure Ezekiel Duran at some point will uh, have a little bit of a slump because, First of all, every player does. It's baseball. It it's, happens. Yep, but especially young players, and there are going to be adjustments made against him. But just the fact that he's come up with – and it's not just no AAA, Hannah. He's barely – I mean, he didn't even play a half a season He just double got a. here. Yeah. You know, he, he prior to this year, this was his first exposure to AA, less than 200 at-bats. Uh, and so for him to look as comfortable as he's looked is is very encouraging for the future. He just looks like he was meant to be here, and everyone just acknowledges how special this player is. And I think something that really stood out to me was during Woody's media availability last week, and he said that he's making adjustments as quickly as just one at bat. And I think that that's such a tough thing, especially he's so young. He's only, what, 22, 23 years old. And I think younger generations are just so much more in their heads than ever before. And I think that that's a really, really awesome thing that, he has. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. There, there's definitely a presence there. There's a sense that he belongs, and some guys have it, other guys don't. And um, there, there's something, there's an it factor with Ezekiel Duran. There is, for sure. I think Ezekiel Duran will be a future all-star for the Rangers, Jared. What do you think? I'm in. Sign me up. Let's do it. Well, fans, continue to vote for your Rangers into the Midsummer Classic. The first phase ends Thursday, June 30th, and you can vote up to five times per day. And the second phase is from July 5th to July 8th. So visit TexasRangers.com slash all-star. We actually have a few updates as of this morning. Jonah Heim is in ninth place for catchers. Marcus Simeon is in 10th for second baseman. Corey Seager is in seventh for shortstops. And I don't even see Adolis Garcia on here. Jared, what is going on? Yeah, got to got to. Get to the polling stations here, uh, and you don't even have to wait in line. You just go online. Here's the deal. The the vote is obviously there's a degree of, you know, it's a popularity contest. Exactly. And if you've been around for several years, that's going to help. So Jonah Heim uh, has not been around for several years. He's, he's you know, in his first year really getting 
uh, a significant chunk of playing time. Last year, he split time with Jose Trevino, eventually took over kind of as the, the 1A to Jose's 1B in the pecking order. But uh, with Mitch Garver's injury, Jonah Heim has been the, you know, the, the primary catcher. There's no 1A, 1B. He is the number one catcher on this team. Uh, and the production that he's, uh, that he's provided has been all-star worthy. You look at the rest of the American League catchers, uh, there's no doubt that this guy deserves uh, all-star consideration, super strong all-star consideration, certainly more than uh, where he stands in ninth. He's near the top in, in a lot of categories, including war, OPS. Uh, there's a, there's you know, other advanced statistics that suggest that he's not only you know, special uh, offensively, but defensively he leads all catchers in framing runs saved, which until we have automatic balls and strikes is an important part of catching. You know, Dolish Garcia... Uh, is has been one of the most dynamic outfielders. He's six in war. So, you know, it's I don't think anyone's going to sit here and say that, you know, Adolis Garcia should be an all-star over an Aaron Judge or, you know, a Byron Buxton or a Mike Trout, but uh, he deserves some love. He deserves a lot, of, uh, a lot of consideration for what he's done. And then, you know, Marcus Simeon has really started to turn things around. He's been one of the he best uh, second basemen in the, uh, in the American League in the last month. Uh, he keeps that up, then, you know, maybe he gets a, a little more of a push, and then Corey Seager leads all shortstops, not just in the American League, but in Major League Baseball and home runs. So uh, certainly deserves some love for that. Remember, everybody, five times a day, TexasRangers.com slash all-star. And something, too, Jared, that stood out to me is even Woody said when they were talking about Jonah and, you know, kind of getting snubbed a little bit and being lower on that list than we would like to see, he even said, tell me someone that deserves it over him. I mean, he's so deserving. He's had a great year. And like I said a few episodes ago, he's not getting much sleep. He still has a newborn at home. So he's doing a lot this year. So newborn two under three, right? He has two kids under three. Yep. I think it might be two under two. two under we'll have two. to get confirmation on that. I mean, do you deserve extra consideration for that? I, mean, I that's, think so. I think, I mean, that's some adversity you got to overcome. Get this guy to LA. He deserves a little bit of a vacation. If, yeah, if nothing else, <laughs> he just needs a break. All right, Jared. Well, let's talk about Marcus Simeon. I know that I made a promise to our listeners to get a non-baseball related player fun fact for every episode. And this fun fact isn't necessarily baseball related, but it's still sports related. But first off, most people don't know that Simeon played basketball. So he was a guard for his high school's basketball team and they were state champ runner ups back to back years. You know, one of those years, they lost to a school in Southern California in the finals, Campbell Hall. And Campbell Hall is where Drew Holiday went. Uh, Drew Holiday, now one of the best players in the NBA. So it's not like they were losing to, uh, you know, bums off the street. They were uh, losing to some really good teams. And Campbell Hall, when Drew Holiday was there, was uh, one of the powerhouses uh, up and down California. Love that. Well, Marcus Simeon, two-sport athlete. And to everyone that's listening, if there's anyone specific that you want a fun fact about, feel free to message me or tweet me, and I'll get my very best interest at heart to try and get that done for you guys. All right, so Hannah, one of the things that we want to do is is give stuff away right we do absolutely so we have a fun little contest that we're running we just really appreciate hearing from all of you we love hearing your dms your tweets however you get in touch with us we really love interacting with you guys and hearing what you have to say about the podcast so it would be so helpful for all of you listening to leave us a rating and a review on apple Podcasts and let us know what you love about the podcast so after a few episodes we'll choose someone that leaves us a rating and a review and we will get in touch with you and give you a custom jersey so Whatever color you want, whatever name and number on the back you want, we just really appreciate you guys listening to our podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Am I eligible? I would say so. Just make a burner account, and then we'll throw you in the raffle. We'll I'm, see what happens. I might have to make several burner okay. accounts just because I need that custom jersey. My I nephew's think you been do bugging too. me. Yeah. What name and number would you get? Well, I'd have to. It'd be for my nephew, uh, my youngest nephew, 
uh, is such a big Corey Seager fan that when he was listening in the car, he, my, my brother, his dad, took him to sleepaway camp the other day. And they were driving to camp, and it was during the Rangers game, and Corey Seager was batting, and he was listening on the radio, and his, his dad, my brother, started talking. He told him to shut up. Uh, because Corey Seager was batting. And he wasn't allowed to talk during Corey Seager's at bat. And we don't, we're not a big fan of the eight-year-old telling, you know, telling dad to shut up. But, uh, you know, I, I can't help but smile that the reason is not because he's just in a bad mood because his favorite player's batting. It's you the Seager effect. You it happens. Yeah, you can't interrupt. And guess what Corey Seager did in that particular at bat? What did he do? He hit a home run. Of course he did. First at bat on Sunday against the Tigers, uh, hit a home run. So, uh, I guess my nephew Matthew knew uh, knew that something was coming. He knew what he was talking about. That's so awesome. I think I'd have to go Seager five. I don't know what color though. Like what you're wearing a, a blue dress. Yes, right now. I have Would you royal go the blue, blue on. I love the powder blues. I actually have one that has my name on the back. So I feel like whoever ends up winning this raffle, whether it's you and your burner accounts or someone else that's listening, <laughs> I would recommend the powder blue. It's awesome. It kind of matches everything in my opinion. But it's up to you and whatever you think. All right. Well, we'd love for you to rate and review, uh, and we'd love to hook you up with a custom jersey. All right, uh, coming up here in a second, we are going to hear from Cody Jones from Dude Perfect. Uh, Dude Perfect, as I'm sure you know, just captured America and beyond with uh, all of their digital content, uh, their trick shots, and uh, Cody's been a part of that from the start. He's a DFW uh, native and a huge Rangers fan, and we cannot wait for you to hear our conversation with Cody Jones. Oh, and we have a submission from a player too, so that was also exciting. Oh, wow. that's that, I forgot about that. Yes, our first ever player question. You'll have to hear that uh, coming up next. Try the new spicy honey butter chicken biscuit only at Whataburger. Kick breakfast up a notch with Whataburger's all-new spicy honey butter chicken biscuit. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. All right, we are really excited to have Cody Jones from Dude Perfect joining us here on the Straight Up Texas podcast. Uh, and Cody, uh, Metroplex guy, Dude Perfect, a, a, a local group. Uh, first of all, this is uh, a Rangers podcast. we got to ask you uh, about your Rangers fandom. Uh, when did you become a Rangers fan, and, and maybe what are some of your Rangers memories? Yeah, hey, guys, glad to be on. Um, grew up in Plano. And grew up going to the ballpark with my dad. I had two younger brothers. And so big Rusty Greer guy, Juan Gonzalez, was super jazzed when we got A-Rod. Didn't realize that, you know, when you when you spend that much money on one guy, the rest <laughs> of your guys are going to be not great. And so, um, but no, I, I have a lot of memories eating, you know, hot dogs and popcorn and trying to catch foul balls. 
Well, there are so many intersections between Dude Perfect and the Texas Rangers, which we cannot wait to dive into. But what are your favorite Rangers memories at both Globe Life Park and Globe Life Field? Speaking of A-Rod, I went with my dad, got the $40 standing, I think it was standing only ticket um, back in 20, God, what that would have been 2010, and watched A-Rod, you know, up to bat for the Yanks and then take that third strike and he sent us to the World Series. That that right there, me and my dad high-fiving and going to our first World Series was just, I mean, it was electric. So you were there in person during that awesome moment? Oh, heck yeah. Amazing. Cody, so you mentioned Rusty Greer. Do you have memories of those 90s teams? Because for me, I think we might be close to the same age. You might be a year or two older than me, but those are like that, those are the teams that I fell in love with, the, the first teams that made the playoffs and then the teams that would score, you know, 100 runs and then, you know, it's a matter of whether they'd give up 98 runs or 102 runs in a given game, it seemed like. But uh, what are your memories of those 90s Rangers? Man, they were great. You know, Pudge, you know, that was the only position in baseball that I never wanted to play. I was, you know, <laughs> too tall. Um, you know, from kindergarten on, I just was just kind of the one that was a head taller than everybody. And so catcher wasn't my forte, but definitely love playing outfield. Um, pitcher, uh, once kids learned how to have movement on their ball, um, I, I couldn't hack it. You know, I was just fastball and, and change up. That was about it. And so once curveballs and sliders and all that came into play, I I hung it up. But uh, I ended up just focusing on basketball once I got to high school. Um, but, man, baseball was a lot of fun and have always been a Ranger fan. Um, really love all the Dallas sports. But, um, man, it's been fun. For sure, 2010, 2011 are the ones that stand out the most of just those those runs that we made. And what's funny is I got married in 2010, and so my wife – She's like, okay, like, you watch all the games. I was like, well, I mean, we're in the playoffs. Like, you know, I'm I'm ordering my life around this. And you got to think there was that. Then there was the Mavs run. And then A&M had Johnny Menzel. And so, like, I I went to, like, nine games that season in 2012. So, she she married me. And I was was a sports fan. But, like, it was just kind of a a once-in-a-lifetime. Rangers go all the way to the World Series two years in a row. Then the Mavs win the title. Then Aggies do great. So, it was – it was a blur of a two years, but um, things have chilled out, and I've been more balanced now. I go to about three or four games a year now. <laughs> different, the- yeah, it's a lot different. A lot, lot less, uh, a lot less free time, I imagine now with a wife and some kids. Oh, it makes it tough. Were you that guy at your own wedding, sitting there with your phone that has the game on, or what was that like for you? So it's funny you say that. Uh, honeymoon, the first night uh, in the morning, it was um, the World Cup, and the USA was playing like Ghana, and so it's like seven a.m. And I'm like watching the game with my wife, Allison, and she's just like, what is, what is going on here? Like, why are we watching all the sports? I was like, it's not my fault. We only have a World Cup once every four years. And uh, no, but it, I, I think Tyler, I think his honeymoon, he actually had Ranger games and like wasn't supposed to text anybody. He was like texting all of us like, oh, my gosh, we got the, got the dub in the playoffs. But um, yeah, it was it was a crazy, crazy season. All right, Cody, so you're married, I'm married, Hannah's engaged. So we, we have some important questions here that you brought up. Now, my wife, who uh, grew up, same area you did, she went to A&M. I met her, and Ooh. she knew sports existed, and she definitely enjoyed going to Mavs games, even though I don't know if she could name a single player other than Dirk. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but beyond that, like, there was very little awareness about sports. W- where – 
I mean, obviously your sports fandom, it seems like maybe trumps your wife's, but was she a sports fan? Is she a sports fan or is this like foreign territory for her? Well, so I joke when we were dating, she went to every Aggie football game with me, you know, stood, yelled, did the whole thing, midnight yell. And the minute we got married, I realized that was all a facade. She doesn't care about sports to the level that I did. And she was so, trying to impress you. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I, I learned that quick. But um, I think now that we have a son, so my, my son is a year and a half Easton, and we have a little putting green in the backyard, and he'll go out there every day and putt. And I think she, in like raising him, has learned to be like, oh, wow, Bubba like, loves sports naturally. We're not having to like train him. He just wants to play with balls. And so I think she'll learn to grow up to love it um and and so that's kind of a new new phase we're entering into where i can tell now she like wants to go to games and all that because our son's gonna probably be involved in some of that she's becoming a sports mom now hannah my wedding hannah and i both went to usc cody different times we didn't know each other there but my wedding fell on the night of a usc cal football game now unfortunately usc has been irrelevant for so long that game meant nothing but i still was very interested in it you are planning a wedding yes have you checked schedules do you know if there are any conflicts <laughs> and does does pierce does your fiance have any say in terms of hey you know there's there's this sporting event like have, has that been discussed at all yes yeah, so he has no say he already knows that going into this whole entire process <laughs> however That's it's so may good. yes it's may of next year so obviously there is a chance of us having a rangers home game that day but I've always dreamt of having a spring wedding and everyone at work has just been so supportive. So I don't know exactly what that will be like next year and kind of what that schedule will look like from an MLB standpoint. But he overall has no say. And I'm just crossing my fingers that we're on the road that weekend of next May. So this wouldn't be like a fever pitch thing where like Drew Barrymore yeah. and Jimmy Fallon run on no. the field. Like you guys aren't going to like in the seventh inning stretch, like exchange no. vows or anything like that. No, I don't think okay. so. And I've, and everyone asked. Hey, oh, he didn't propose at the game, did he? No, and I told him that if he did, because I'm the in-game host for the Rangers, and so I said, if you propose during one of my in-game hits, I'm going to say no in front of all these people. So Bro, not a good look. No, I, he knew early on. That's your thing, but man, I just I don't think that ever would go well in my my relationship. So it's it's May work. 25th. We're having this conversation. The Rangers just recently played a four-game series against the Astros. Unfortunately, they only won one of those games. Don't think it's a coincidence that the game they won was the only one of those four games in which a fan proposed to uh, his significant other during that game. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think we got something going there. So good good thing for Pierce not uh, not making that move. Yeah, trust me, he knows better. Cody, I want to talk to you about your family, specifically your little girl Lucy. She was there right next to you during 2022 Rangers opening day at Globe Life Field. How was your experience as a Rangers fan, and how was her experience as her first time at a baseball game? Yeah, that was Lucy's first ever sporting event, to my knowledge. And, you know, it wasn't super hot, which helped. Um, I mean, the ballpark looked unbelievable. It was my first time being inside. She was eyeballing people's ice cream, so we went back and got some of that. (laughs) Always a a fan favorite. Always a fan favorite. Um, but no, she was, if you remember, there was a couple open seats to my left. And so she was just sitting there playing with the folding seats. I don't think she'd ever seen one of those um, with her back to the game, obviously. Um, but she'll she'll grow up and I think she'll learn to love it. And she loves anything her dad does. So that will not be her last time at the game. But it was a great day, a lot of fun, and excited to see how the Rangers turn it around this year. So speaking of the Rangers and Dude Perfect, what's the – What's the history of Dude Perfect and the intersection with with you guys and the Rangers uh, from a you know a, a content standpoint and 
uh, things that uh, might be available online and, and stuff to that degree. Yeah, we actually we filmed at Dr. Pepper Ballpark with the Frisco Rough Riders several years ago. Um, and we did a shot we called the boomstick. So Tyler put a basketball on a on a like a basketball or a, a baseball tee and hit a hit a basketball as hard as he could, essentially. And the ball it came off, curled to the right, and then I think it swished. And that was with like 20 minutes to go. They were like, all right, guys, five shots left. And I think he made it on the three to go. Um, which was kind of remarkable. So that's why you see him throw the bat, throw his hat, throw the tee. He freaked out. But we had been at that shop for probably four or five hours. It was brutal. But, uh, man, we, we love the Rangers. We're Three of us are Dallas guys, me, Tyler, and Garrett. They, Tyler and Garrett grew up in Prosper, knew each other in high school. And then the twins came from the Woodlands, which is outside of Houston. But trust me, we, we kind of beat out their Astros fandom right when we met them. <laughs> love and to so hear they, it. They're no longer associated with those cheating scumbags. So we yes. uh, love that energy as our own. And yeah, I, I think I hate the Astros almost more than I love the Rangers. It's it's gotten that bad. Wow. Um, That's fair. We'll take it's it. true. But I'll take <laughs> it. No, I still love the Rangers. And then in 2018, you did a Dude Perfect night at a Rough Riders game. What was that experience like for you guys getting to interact with your local fans? Yeah, that was kind of shocking. It was like our first live event that we like, I guess you could say charged money. Normally we had done some like meet and greets and stuff, but I think it sold out in like two hours and then it broke like the attendance record, but it also broke the hottest day um, in Frisco Rough Rider history. So it was kind of a a wild deal but seeing everybody in their mint green with their basketballs and sharpies and that kind of opened our eyes to the power of the internet because that was a few years back and so since then we've now done um touring so we'll do like a live show and we're going to come to the AAC I think here in June July I think it's in the July um kind of as our final show of this leg so we're going to do 24 different cities we'll have buses and I'm going to have a family bus I'm going to bring my kids on the road which will be a lot of fun but we'll We'll hit up different basketball arenas, NBA arenas, and and do kind of like a battle overtime mix and compete in front of our fans. And it's always fun to see people laughing and reacting um, in person. I always kind of attribute it to like a, a musician who they either write music and they just sit in a studio and they release the songs versus them going on tour. And that's kind of our vibe, right? Like we do these funny videos, but we don't really see people's reactions when we upload you just kind of read the comments and then on tour, you're just, you say something or you do something and you have a whole arena cheering or reacting in the way that, um, you know, you expected them to, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. Cody, Hannah and I love what we do. Uh, we definitely fall in the category of, uh, you know, it's, it's not a job if you love your work well, you know, whatever that cliche is. But like, I think about you guys and I think that applies to like the nth degree. And I guess I'm curious you know, everyone wants, you know, everyone thinks they can like put together this, you know, million dollar podcast, right? And everyone, I'm sure, thinks that they can just go on YouTube and they think their stuff's funny and, you know, it's going to catch. And then they, they start a channel and like two months later, they still have like 17 followers and they don't understand <laughs> what the deal is. What, yeah. what, it, you think back to like the, the beginning of all this, like, I'm sure you think, like, it, I'm sure you still have moments where you're like, I can't believe that this has taken off the way it has. But, like, if you were to actually assess, like, why it worked for you guys, on top of the fact you guys do these unbelievably ridiculously awesome things and the comedy and, you know, like, recently the stereotype videos, they're great. But, like, why you guys? Like, why do you think it's worked so well for Dude Perfect? 
Timing was everything, right? So our first video was in 2009. YouTube was three years old. And so we did the first trick shot video outside of a gym and, and produced that. And so that, that kind of got us in, in like the splash of like, oh, wow, these guys do trick shots. So then we did another video. And then probably after four trick shot videos, we pivoted and tried the stereotype stuff where we did pick up basketball stereotypes and kind of exploit all the people you see playing basketball. Um, after that, we did the Kyle field shot where we threw a basketball off a stadium and no one had ever seen a shot that far. And so like Carmelo Anthony was on sports center sitting there calling it fake. And there was just all this controversy. It was on Yahoo's homepage, which at the time, you know, got us like 5 million views in like two hours. And wow. So, that's crazy. Um, you know, early on it was very stunt driven. And then from then on, we, we said, Hey, we're now like kind of personalities. You got the tall guy, we got the redhead, we got the twins and tie the bearded <laughs> guy. Um, and we just started to lean in on that. And so we started creating events like sports and then competing called them battles. I think for now, I think it's been 13 years. Um, I think the reason we've made it this long is one, there's five of us. So we share in all the creative and all of the shot making and all of the workload, like we divvy up all the responsibilities. And now obviously we have a team of 20 at the office, but it's, it's never been one guy. Ty's obviously the most charismatic and kind of the leader of the squad. But at the end of the day, like this wouldn't have worked without all of us there. And we've seen so many YouTubers come and go specifically the ones that do it by themselves. I think there's just a lot of isolation that comes with being a YouTuber with the fame, the money, the opportunities. And if you're by yourself and don't have a good core, uh, you're going to probably just be like either burned out or make some poor decisions. And so, um, man, it's been, it's been awesome. I mean, the five of us are, our faith base, like we love the Lord, we're, we're believers. And so um, I'm not going to say that's not a huge piece of, of why we've been able to sustain what we've got. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have the dream job. It's the variety. Last week I was in the Middle East in Qatar and we were doing a bucket list video for the World Cup. And then from there we went to the, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby. This week we went to Southern Hills and played the round after Justin Thomas won um, out on the course and tried to break 100. It was very hard. Um, <laughs> did you? Just, did you? I shot a ninety-two. Oh, but nice! Was, but it wasn't tipped out. We were probably played the the tees they put out were like probably twenty yards in front of the other one. It was like seventy-six hundred <laughs> yards. But um, no, it's just it's it's been a ton of fun, and and I think we wouldn't be doing it if we weren't enjoying it. Um, and so it, I think it's a lot of those factors are why we keep making it work. Well, that just takes dream job to a whole nother level. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Oh, no doubt. That's really great. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about a fun idea at Globe Life Field. Speaking of your trick shots that you guys are so famous for, do you have any ideas of trick shots you could do at the brand new home of the Texas Rangers? Oh, I mean, there's there's got to be a multitude of options. So you got if you get a golf cart out there, you've got moving shots. So someone stands in the rafters of the roof with it closed and does a football, basketball, baseball, whatever, into a bucket in the back of the golf cart we could do we did a i think a baseball video we did probably five or six trick shots at frisco rough riders but i think if you take those and just put them on a bigger scale you could absolutely knock something out with well, with the rangers maybe have them involved get seager out there do home run derby battle we have like a wiffle ball track he gets to go yak town we go you know 150 yards with a little with a little whiffy 
That's awesome. We'll have to present these ideas to a few people in the front office. I think we're on to something good here. I do have a million-dollar idea to share with you, and I don't know if it's possible, but it's a free idea, so take it or leave it. We have a catwalk. It's a million? Yes. So we have a catwalk that's 210 feet above the field. So what if you tried to drop a basketball from the top of the catwalk and make it into a hoop? No, that's that's definitely doable. What do you think, Jared? I, I, I... The only thing I'm thinking, like, what if it's, like, in my head, this is a horrible idea, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's so many safety (laughs) reasons, but what if they did it while the roof was closing, like, from the roof? so they're mobile as it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Cody, what's, you mentioned earlier the the shot at the, at Dr. Pepper Ballpark that took, uh, you're down, like, your last few attempts. Is there a particular trick shot that, you guys just like it still eats at you. You weren't able to complete, or have you guys been able to check off everything you've tried to do? We have been so fortunate that so far, like the closest one we came to not making was the Goodyear blimp shot. They said that the blimp could like sit still and we could just shoot out of it, and it just wasn't the case. It would like come through, you know, you'd get two or three shots off, and then it would like circle back for like a mile. And so we did that for a whole weekend. Tyler did it. Well, we then were like, hey, let's let's do this the next weekend. Tyler couldn't come because he had another job. This was back in the early days. So Garrett did the shot. And on like the last, I guess, two hours that we had, he drilled it. But that was the closest I would say we've come to like not making a shot. So if you can make a shot out of a Goodyear blimp, I think you can make it off the catwalk at Globe by Field. What do you think? Hannah, Hannah, you could make the shot out of off the rafters 100 really okay let's do it i'm down let's give it a try i might i might do it blindfolded wow bold you do blind would you go up there blindfolded hannah i will say my middle school nickname was yao wing because i'm just really tall so i feel like i'm naturally (laughs) gifted in that sense so we'll see what happens uh but cody Uh, before we head over to the break can you tell us more about the dude perfect tour and where fans can get more information yeah, dudeperfect.com. We'll be headed to the AAC. We'll be in Tulsa. We'll be in Houston. So just find a city that you want to come to and get your tickets. We'll be there loud and proud and going nuts. We've got a really good show. It's a whole new – it's our third third show. So we've redone the whole thing. Ned will be there. Jerry Senderson will be there. If you're a Dude Perfect fan, you know who these people are. Um, no, but it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Cody, so if someone has seen your videos, like I got asked this this morning. I was telling someone that, you know, going to uh, talk with Cody and, oh, I love Dude Perfect. And I was like, yeah, you know, they're going on tour. I asked, you know, have you ever seen them live? And they, like my buddy was confused. Like, what do you mean, like seeing them live? Well, what is what is a live show like for someone who is familiar with what you guys do online, but maybe never really investigated seeing you guys in person? Yeah, so it's it's really a mix of all of our videos. So we'll do um, our big intros with like, you know, what is it? Not fireworks, but just like cryo and it'll be nuts. And it'll have like a little video and each guy will come out. Then we'll start with a competition. So there'll be four, four stages of a battle and you win this huge trophy if you win it. So like we eliminate each round. So round one, you'll be riding go-karts around the arena, throwing footballs. And then, you know, whoever wins advances, whoever loses get kicked out. And we'll go from there to Cool Not Cool, which is like our overtime show that we do on our channel where like we bring cool stuff and then we vote and make fun of each other's stuff. It's like a show and tell. Um, And then we'll do like a Wheel Unfortunate where we bring kids up and they either get pied or have to 
lick a goldfish. I mean, just the most random, <laughs> whatever you can think of stuff. Um, and then top 10 where like Tyler will talk about like his top 10 favorite restaurants, but we'll, we'll just kind of cater it to our super fan. But we've found that even like a dad who's never like seen any of our stuff, like seems to enjoy what we do. Um, but it's, it's trick shots, it's battles, it's stereotypes. We'll have potentially a rage monster, um, in the arena, but, um, cannot confirm or deny if that's the plan. Depends on whether Ty has been going to his therapy or not. <laughs> but, um, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. All right. So Hannah mentioned a second ago, we're going to take a quick break, a word from our sponsors, more with Cody Jones from dude. Perfect. After this here on the straight up Texas podcast presented by Whataburger. Meet Whataburger's new Southern Bacon Double Burger, here for a limited time in participating locations. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, we're with Cody Jones from Dude Perfect. This is the Straight Up Texas podcast presented by Whataburger, celebrating 50 years of Texas Rangers baseball, talking to folks from around the Metroplex. Uh, Cody, of course, from the area, grew up a Rangers fan. Uh, We are going to get to some fan questions here in a second, and... Uh, we might have a question from a Texas Ranger. Uh, but first, Cody, one of the questions we're asking everyone is to identify a competitor or a rival with whom you do not have a pre-existing relationship. It's not someone you're already friends with whose work you just you admire. You, you know, watching them from afar, uh, you really dig what they do, and, and maybe you'd love the chance to, to sit down and, and talk to them. So when you think of someone who might fit that category relative to your world, who's someone or, or, or who are a group of people perhaps who stand out? Oh, it's a good question. Um, what comes to mind is the rivalry and the beef we've had with Barstool Sports. Um, they're fantastic. They do great work. We've actually spoken with Erica, the CEO, but um, they call Ty Beardo. They, you know, call me like – the tall guy, like they're just, they dig in the best of ways. Um, and so there's just been this Twitter feud. They like live streamed our, uh, what was it? Our documentary is like an hour and a half long. And they're like, all right, we're just going to like give you our raw reactions to it. And it was, I mean, we were just dying watching them go through that, but I, we're open to being on their podcast. We haven't coordinated that yet, but they're definitely somebody that from afar, they do merch, right. They do, you know, the fan stuff. They capitalize on big marquee moments, but, um, you know, there's definitely a, they're just in a different lane than we are. We're, you know, we lean family friendly. They kind of lean more on the anti ESPN, say whatever you want kind of, kind of vibe, but, um, there's definitely mutual respect there for sure. 
Well, let us know whenever you get on their podcast. We'll definitely have to listen to that. That would be so interesting. Yeah, it'll be great. Kobe's going to – we want Kobe to go along because he said it wasn't until they did a podcast where they were, like, jabbing at us for being, like, these Christian vacation Bible school guys. And Kobe, for the first time in his whole life, uh, at age 32, was like, oh, I never realized that people see us as that. And I was – I'm like, how have you not (laughs) – what it was just, it was killing me i was dying i was like yeah you definitely need to go on the podcast and talk 1000 percent. well we got tons of fan submissions for you so here's a couple from instagram and this was actually the most commonly asked question but how tall are you and where do you get your height from i'm sure you get asked this all the time yeah that's like the number one thing i get like if we're at a golf course or somewhere it's like oh my goodness you're way taller than i would have thought but i'm six six uh i got my my dad's six foot my mom's five nine um i think my great my great grandfather was like six four um but i mean my brothers are six two six three so we're it's kind of the three of us are just kind of came out of nowhere that's awesome tall people unite that's probably one of my commonly asked questions as well so i totally understand uh, Jared as well, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm five seven. I get asked. <laughs> I get asked where I get my height from all the time too. I'm about six <laughs> feet tall, so that's why I was called Yao Wing in middle school because I've just always been super tall. Um, but anyways, yeah, love that you're the tall guy, and I guess I can start branding myself as a tall girl. Uh, Jonathan on Instagram wants to know: out of all the videos you've shot, who is your favorite person you filmed with? Oh, that's tough. There's been a lot. Um, not Chris Paul, since we just played the Mavericks and Suns recently. Good answer. Um, no, great, great answer. Too. But I would, I would say Serena Williams was one who was kind of cold at first. Um, had a big entourage, you know, took two hours for hair and makeup. But then once, like, we started hanging out, making some trick shots, she, like, had so much fun, like, invited us to her house. And we're like, no, we can't. We're good. But she was awesome. Serena was great. Love to hear that. She's an icon. That's super exciting. We'll have to go watch that video. Um, and the last question from me that came in from Dane Dunning, Rangers pitcher Dane Dunning, you heard me correctly. He wants to know, would you want to do a video with the Texas Rangers and more specifically with Dane Dunning? Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, we we definitely need him to uh, – I'm trying to think of what we could – like blow up with a baseball like sugar glass bottles with like colored powder but we'd totally be down to to do something with the texas rangers we need to get that coordinated let's do it offline it's It's yes absolutely for sure we'll do it it's amazing how his mind works like he's just like like, 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 we'll make things explode this and that i'm just thinking like maybe like you throw something in a hole like i'm not wired to think the way that they are it's crazy well here i am making up ideas of things you can do off the catwalk and i don't even know if you're afraid of heights but (laughs) it's it's a bold idea but we could do a lot at global i feel to be super fun i love it all right cody we've got a couple twitter questions one is actually from the dude perfect twitter account so i don't know who runs this account Uh, don't you run their social media cody or at least one point you did did, okay and i hired a team like two years ago so i actually don't know who this would be okay well the question is which would happen first for codes retiring Simeon Seeger and Garcia in order or getting a hit off of future Cy Young Award winner Martin Perez? Oh, wow. Fantastic. Definitely from Kevin Sparkman. Um, <laughs> Sparky used to work at the flagship station yeah, he, of the Rangers, 105 through the fan. Yeah, he did. Kids a stud. Uh, I'm going to say the second. Okay. You think you can get a hit off of Martin Perez before – yeah, like it just a hundred million pitches until his like arm is like a yeah. noodle and he just 
throw like a 30 mile an hour just lobber, I'll get a hit. Yeah, they didn't have a specific pitch count either. So I think, yeah, I think it's doable. Yeah. Uh, Got a question from Steve on Twitter with like a bunch of numbers afterwards. Uh, Who's someone you, which athlete or celebrity have you guys not encountered who you specifically would love to try and link up with at some point? Ooh. Cristiano Ronaldo's up there for me. Um, Soccer guy. We haven't done anything with Dirk. Haven't done anything with uh, Nolan Ryan. You know, does he still have a a 99er in him? I don't know. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Okay, and then the the last one, uh, this comes from Coco Melon and then another some numbers on Twitter. Uh, you you sort of maybe answered this with the Serena Williams question. The question is essentially asking, was there someone who wasn't really sure about working with you guys who once you guys got them within your grasp, they sort of fell in love? So I guess Serena might be the answer to that. Is, is there someone else uh, who you, you recall sort of having to convince and ended up having a, a happy ending? Yeah, um, I would say... I don't know. Russell Wilson was kind of in that. Um, just like he was at the time when we filmed with him, he just, I think he just won a Super Bowl, was like super swamped and like was like, hey, I only have 30 minutes and then ended up giving us like a couple hours. Aaron Rodgers was fantastic. Um, man, we really have had some pretty awesome interactions with, with the pros, <coughs> excuse me, that we've worked with. They've just been fantastic. I would love to know who your guest booker is. That would just be such a fun job because you guys have worked with everyone and anyone who's big in the industry. Yeah, uh, Chad Coleman. He he coordinates everything for us, and he's been fantastic and kind of runs my schedule. But he, the, the best part about Dude Perfect, when people ask me that, I would say is the variety where every week looks different. We're about to go launch like 12-foot to 20-foot rockets and – like compete and so like someone's making my rocket at the office right now they're gonna paint it green and i'm gonna pray that i get the dub <laughs> never a dull moment with you guys well i have one last question before we let you go since this is the straight up texas podcast presented by whataburger what is your go-to whataburger order i'm so easy i'm number one no tomatoes with a large coca-cola and spicy that? ketchup love okay. it now i'm starving thank you for that I'm starving. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> well, Cody, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, we both are big admirers of, of Dude Perfect, uh, and it's really awesome that you took the time. We appreciate uh, your fandom and, and support of the Texas Rangers and maybe even more specifically your uh, disdain for the Houston Astros. We certainly hate them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. Uh, but, Cody, thanks so much for being with us. We really, really appreciate it. You bet, guys. Can't thank you guys enough. Thanks, Jared and Hannah. This has been another episode of the Straight Up Texas podcast presented by Whataburger, and we'll talk to you later.